No need to whine and slimy balloons up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza Podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello everyone, happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Um, no need to whine, it's Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Hi Lil. Have some wine and join us on Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green family. Thank you, honey. I'm sorry I forgot to to warn you. Hello everybody. How is it going tonight? Tanner, you're gonna drive me nuts. Tanner drove me nuts during my whole podcast today. I haven't gotten to see Seth or talk to him yet today to tell him about our wonderful dog. Well, it was my very toddler. windy. It was very windy, um, so I imagine he was not happy. Um, so all the kids are at school, and I have this four-year-old toddler golden retriever home with me, and I'm trying to record a podcast, and the wind is rattling the windows, and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, say a prayer. First of all, thank you technology for working and allowing me to record this. Yes. Second of all, dog, can you stop whining? Crying, whining. Pacing. I, my arm, if, if you watch my podcast on YouTube, you will see my arm like this the entire time trying to get him to calm down. Thank you, Tanner. So, um, I just got home from a long CPR certification class, and um, you are recertified for the 18th I time. Am, well, so Girl Scouts. So I'm a Girl Scout leader. So Girl Scouts requires you to go every two years because your certification is up every two years. Yeah. But every two years when I go, they've changed things. Oh. So when I get off, it means if you do 30 to two now, I'll die. But they've changed it to 28 to one and a half. Sorry. I knew you were going to make me laugh. That's um, a good thing, right? Yes. Well, she doesn't recommend the breaths anymore. We'll talk after okay. this. Yes. We'll talk yeah, after don't this. Don't teach that on air I'm because not, then you'll be liable for something. Yeah, I'm not going to be liable for anything. Yes. Go take a CPR class and get certified. Got it. Okay. So um, so today is a very special day. Yes. Um, Seth took me on our first date 19 years ago. Yes, I did. Um, he picked me up at noon. He brought me home at midnight. And the really good thing was I didn't want him to drop me off. And you probably didn't want to take me I home. I did not. I wanted to keep you forever, so I did. <laughs> it just took a little while. Uh, so, um, 
Yeah, it didn't take, it took us nine months to get engaged, nine months to get married, nine months to get pregnant, nine months to have Max. Yeah, it was, was, that we, was a whirlwind 36 months. We were on a nine month kick and then we waited and, and had Ella and then we waited and had Lily. So we have three kids. Yes. And we've been together officially for 19 years today. Yes. That's crazy. It's crazy, I tell you. Do you want to tell them the story of how we met? I'm, are you going to let me tell the story? I'm not going to talk. I'm going to let you talk. All right. Well, how detailed the story do you want? Well, well, we are in Temple. Oh, we're going from there. Okay, so I went to Temple for the high holidays by myself. I did not go with my parents. I overslept. And I went to the wrong alphabet letter service. Um, instead of just skipping it all together, I, I felt like I should go. And three rows ahead of me, um, Rebecca was sitting with her parents, but I did not know that until she stood up and went to go to the bathroom and I recognized her and I followed her. I waited until she came out of the bathroom and then I said, Hey, aren't you, you know, Rebecca Melnikoff, didn't you go to East? And she said, Oh my God. And we reconnected and talked in the hall for a minute or two. And I gave her my business card and told her to call me. And several months later, she found my business card at the very bottom of her purse um, and shot me an email and then we started talking and like a week later was our first date. I know I put your business card in my purse because you gave me, he gave me his business card. He gave right? me. I gave you my phone. Give me a call. I gave you my phone number. Okay. So what I would have liked, I would like to go back. I did the, I did the first meeting wrong people. Okay. She's still, she's still bitter. I'm bitter because what I would have liked for him to say I'm glad that he gave me his business card. It worked out. Yes. Um, I would have liked him to ask me for my phone number. That's what I wish that you would have done. But he gave me his business card. I got you to chase me. I didn't chase you. You sent me the, we took the first step. When you were ready, you shot me an email. Okay, so when. I, the ball was in your court. When we met. Yes. We were just catching up. There was no like cheating going on. We no, were we just were talking. Both, we were both in relationships with other people. We were both with other people when we met at Temple. Yes. And I was already in my head broken up with my boyfriend. Um, I was gonna break up with him for like the third time. <laughs> Seth didn't know that him and his girlfriend were gonna break up, but I knew my boyfriend and I were gonna break up. So we leave, we met in like September. Yes. And it takes me a couple months because I'm way too nice. I'm much less nice at 46 than I was at 26. Yeah. At 26, I was a real sucker. So um, I felt bad and I had this like epiphany one day that I was wasting my 20s on this guy. So I broke up with him for, you know, however many times it took me. Thank God <laughs> that I did. Um, that was not a good situation. And um, Seth and his girlfriend broke up. Yep. So so it took me a while, but I cleared the way. Yes. Seth had a clear path. Yes. And like soon after they broke up. Yes. I found his business card in my purse. I knew it was in my purse. And my friend who I worked with was like, call him, call him, call him. Like God sent you this like handsome guy at temple like does god have to knock any harder like call this guy he gave you his business card he's jewish you met him in temple like 
what else do I have to tell you to get you to call him? And I'm like, I'm not calling him. <laughs> I'm like, do you know your friend? I'm not calling him. So I emailed him. Yes. And what did you email me? <laughs> I said, give me a call tonight. <laughs> so, oh, Seth Green. So I email him. He tells me to call him. Gives me his phone number. Or wait. Yes. Yeah. Gives me like your cell phone number. Yes. And I call him and we talk and it's been 19 years. Yes. I'm trying to think, is there anything more? I mean, we went on a, a first date and our first date was 12 hours yes. and um, could have talked to him all night. We, we watched Sex in the City. Do you remember the movie? Was it the movie? Was it the Sex in the City movie, or was no, it just that? No, that wasn't out yet. It was near. We were getting near the finale of the of the series, the first edition. So we watched Sex in the City, yeah. and you showed. And Seth is a magician. If you don't know, he's a magician, and he did magic tricks. And we ordered pizza, and it was it was such a nice. We watched a movie. And which movie did we watch? Do you remember? Iron Jawed Angels. Okay, you remember the movie? I do. You did not like it. What was it about? Uh, the women's right to vote movement. I would, why did I, who suggested that, you? It was on HBO before Sex and the City. It was the premiere <laughs> of that movie that before Sex and the City. I so. would never have wanted to watch that movie. So, um, watched the but movie. But you are thankful that you have the right to vote. Yeah, but I wouldn't pick that movie. <laughs> right, it wasn't a date movie for sure. It um, just was odd. No, but Sex and the City was fun. Yes. And it was the perfect first date. And um, we were pretty... We went to Cafe Aroma first. Yeah. We, we watched TV. We we watched a movie. We got dinner. Yeah. It was it was a it was a perfect first date. Thanks. And um, unfortunately, we had to work the next day. Yes. But we had many dates after. Nineteen years of dates. Nineteen years of dates, and we're still dating. We yep. went on a date yesterday we to did. celebrate. And um, yeah, I can't believe it's been nineteen years. Feels like 19 days. So we've changed a lot. Yes. Okay, so we're going to talk about how we've changed and we're going to talk about my little slip up the other day. Why don't we start with that? Oh boy. So um, when Seth met me, so I would say 20 years ago, I was, I was immature and impulsive, right? Yeah. I think those are two qualities that I would have labeled myself. Sure. Um responsible first child you know lots of first child qualities but also immature and this is your setup for the ticket story correct i'm set i'm telling them that i was impulsive when you met me so i'm set i'm setting it up okay you're getting there all right oh my god so it's been 19 years of seth rushing me oh my god i'm not <laughs> rushing you i was just making sure that you were going the same place i was going i'm going I to say, the i never said hurry up okay this is your complex that you put on me every day say so you're rushing me and i'll be like take your time no you're rushing me i one love day, day you'll hear me i wanted to say to seth that i love when you tell me to take my time because I tend to think you're rushing me. So when you say, I'm not in a hurry, take your time, it makes me calm. I, mean, I got all night to hear this, your version of our story. Okay, so we're gonna throw me under the bus. Um, Seth and I continue to mess up. We are not perfect people. And as much progress, like I might think that I have made like this much progress, 
and then I crash and have an, Not so much. an, an incident. Yeah, <laughs> the ticket incident. But you know what? We're gonna get there. I'm continuing to learn. Yes. So I learned a lot from this ticket incident. Yes. So That's what every call it the ticket incident. Every time. I have I have gotten control of my emotions better mm -hmm. than I used to, mm -hmm. but I will preface this with I had a really hard week, and when you've had a really hard week, you need to talk about your feelings and you need to get it out because if you don't talk about your feelings and you don't get it out, it will find a way out. Yes, it will. <laughs> it's not the most constructive manner. So my advice to everyone, including Seth is that if you're struggling emotionally over something, yep. talk about your feelings with your friend, your mother, your spouse, talk. Talk mm -hmm. it out, get it out, process it. Yep. So I was stuffing a lot of feelings about a lot of stuff that was going on. And every time Ella has a show, um, we, have, we have six grandparents in town. And how amazing is it that Ella gets to have her six grandparents come to her shows. Like, she's blessed, I didn't have that. I didn't have six grandparents, and I didn't have, and I only had two grandparents in town. So she has all the grandparents in town, and how lovely that they wanna to come to all her shows. Mm -hmm. so, so I am nice, and I get everybody tickets. Mm -hmm. And so I said to Seth, so there was like a Thursday night and a Saturday morning. Show. So, I should have, first of all, I should have had Seth do Thursday and had me do Saturday because Saturday is where everyone wanted to go. So Saturday was going to be more. You needed to buy more tickets. More tickets. And then you watch on the screen when you're trying to buy tickets, you watch them disappear. It's like a Justin Timberlake concert because there's only so many. So, so the re, so, so it can be very stressful. So we have grandparent needs for tickets. And the bottom line... And preferences, too. Well, yes, but the bottom line, the underlying issue, yes. is that we need the floor. We need to not have stairs for multiple reasons. That's like one person. Okay, we're not going to get into who uh, says what. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. we're not going to get into what grandparent says what. Fine. I'm... I'm we're talking about, we'll talk about us and we'll throw us under the bus. Okay, nobody else goes under the bus. Nobody okay. else goes under the bus but your wife tonight. So I, I'm not perfect. I can be under the bus with you. Okay, so we attempt to get them floor seats. Um, one of the grandparents cannot do stairs. Grand, the grandparents want the floor for multiple reasons. All right, we, okay, so I'm going to interrupt you. I screwed up. I'm getting there. Okay. So... So I feel pressure every time there's a show to get a certain section. So I can feel like it's, it's 9 a.m. and tickets are on sale and I can feel the pressure building that we have to get on and we have to try to get the seats that we want, which um, I could have done it all myself, but Seth and I were logged into two different computers. At the same time, the tickets might have sold and you might not have got them from one day to the other in the five minutes it takes you to get the first set of tickets. So I got Thursday. Seth got Saturday, and I printed my tickets, and I got the row that I wanted, and Seth printed his tickets, and I saw the rows that he got, and I was like, oh my God. And, and Seth okay, can explain. Okay, so you gotta explain. So, so you're, you're not explaining. I'm gonna right. let you explain. Okay, so our wonderful theater company switched ticket vendors. So up until this weekend, 
every time I bought tickets, I scrolled to the bottom of the screen, the stage is at the bottom of the ticket chart, and I grabbed the front row, six seats across, and two seats behind that. And I clicked the bottom four and two, six and two, every time. They changed ticket providers. I did not know this. I went, I didn't look for where the stage was. I assumed it was in the same place, clicked the same seats I thought that I always get and bought them and said, yes, I'm the man, I did it, I got them, and she's all happy. And then we print the tickets. And she's like, you were supposed to get row BB, this is row J, you screwed up. And I said, no, I didn't. I clicked the same spot I always click. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. I know you're wrong, stop and, arguing. And, and, and I was already up here. Stressed out. And str more stressed because not only was I stressed out that he bought the wrong tickets, but he was also fighting with me and insisting that he bought the right tickets. Because I thought I did the same thing I always did. After we check, she's like, no, it escalates, it escalates, it gets worse, the fight gets worse, she gets more and more upset. And then finally she's like, look, you literally bought the last row in the theater instead of the front row. You were at the highest seats you possibly could get at the very end of the stairs. So I'm like, oh my God, that's the stage is supposed to be at the bottom of the ticket chart. It's now at the top. This new vendor put it in the opposite place. You're right, I'm wrong. I clicked all the wrong seats. Crap, we gotta return those seats if possible. And I'm like, I can just go back and buy the right seats. Maybe they're still there. Which was the solving of the problem. You were not in a position to have me just solve the problem. You were way too upset and getting more and more upset by the second. So eventually, um, I just went and got the seats and emailed the theater and said, "This I clicked on the wrong place. I thought it was the same thing as last time. And got a very nice email going, we've had this problem all morning already. We're so sorry. You weren't the only person who did that. We'll refund the wrong seats, keep the right seats, it's all good. But it was not all good at home. Well, so, so I think that after I analyzed it, okay, so you're going to at some point get to hear Alana Robinson on my podcast. She's coming up, and I wish I could tell you the date, but when Alana comes up, you want to listen to her because she did an amazing job explaining the brain to me. And so I was in the gray brain. I had moved from blue to red to gray is what Alana would have told me. And when we're in the gray brain, we're not thinking rationally. And it's like flight, fight, freeze. It's like there's no rationality. So what I needed to do was I needed to realize that there was no rational person here. <laughs> she had left the building. I had left. I mean, there was, I couldn't even think. Because I was so mad at him because he screwed up and was fighting me that he was right. So I think the fact that he was fighting with me on top of me already. Made it worse. So I was just gone. So at that point, there's a few things that Seth and I need to do that we processed. First of all, I need to just leave the room. Because I don't want to yell. I don't want to get mad. I don't want to say anything I regret. And I'm not thinking clearly and I know that. So I need to leave the room. And what I have... Um, heard multiple times is that you need about 20 minutes minimum to calm down. So I needed to leave. I needed to calm myself down. And then I needed to come back and apologize and process it with Seth. In the it, meantime, we still needed to get the right ticket. So you didn't have 20 minutes. Well, no, if I would have left. So like the, the way to solve the problem was for me to say to Seth, go get the right tickets. 
let's get the right tickets, let's see if they're available, right. and let's email and try to get our money back. Yes. So that was the problem-solving steps that Seth was doing, but I was mad and I wasn't no, problem-solving. Um, yelling and screaming and other things. I think people were just asking to like join us live. On TikTok? That was interesting. It disappeared, but I think people were asking to like talk to us. Well, you could let them on. That would be interesting. So, um, so yes. Re-request so, it, people. Well, you can join live. So Seth was in problem-solving mode. I was in. Well, first I was in defensive mode, and then I defensive, got the. And then I got the problem. But I solving. love. This is what I love. Okay, so for me, I still get emotional. I'm a woman. I get emotional. And Seth is very like, this is what's going on. This is how we're going to solve it. Like, I like that that's where he goes. I don't like where I go. So one of the things that we have learned through multiple therapists is that, you know, I talk to therapists all the time. Um, I'm lucky. I, I get, say, you have an awesome job. You get free therapy get, every week. And it's, and it's like, I can ask them questions and I take things away from all of them. This is why you should have a podcast, people. And, and so, like, you need a code word. So, like I said to Seth, like, you need to just say the, the code word. And it makes, and first of all, it makes me laugh because it's a silly code word. And second of all, um, it's like a timeout word. And, like, I've even been told to, like, use, like, hand signals. Like, you can be as silly, you can make up, like, silly hand signals to, like, just stop the argument and know that, like, you need, you need, like, the timeout. What are you doing? Too legit to quit. I think we need a better hand signal than that. <laughs> you don't like my 90s hand signals? But, but my advice to you is with your spouse, with your significant other, come up with a code word, come up with a hand signal to tell each other, like, time out, like, go to your corners. And it's much rarer. Like, Seth and I will have, like, little tiffs here and there. Like, nothing serious. But, like, when it gets serious... We need a timeout so yes. that it doesn't escalate so more, so that it doesn't keep escalating, and so that neither of us say anything that we regret. Yes. Um, so. See, Sandy wants too legit to quit. Okay, he's really, really good with the pattern interrupts. Yes. So like, I didn't do one so on like, Sunday. So I'm like, sorry. I oh, this was one of the hand signals. It was like. Isn't that offensive in Italian or something? <laughs> it was like break up, break up the fight. Take your corners. I like too legit to quit better. Okay, we'll do too legit to quit. I am happy to do that for you. So, um, what was I saying? So decide on a code word. Yes, yeah, decide word. on a decide on a hand signal. And when you feel your your fights escalating, bring them out and go to your corners and don't keep escalating. So like I was pissed at him. I gave him something to do. He screwed it up. He made it more difficult. I was like, I should have done it myself. And I was so frustrated with him. And I just should have been focused on fixing it right. and not being upset with him. You could be upset. You could have been upset after we fixed it. If you really wanted to. <sighs> I'm tired of the tickets. I'm tired of buying every you i'm get tired. very stressed about getting people the seats that they want like. well and it's like it's not even just that it's like i said to seth like you don't give a crap but i do so i think part of our tension for shows is that i know he doesn't really care and i do like i want our parents to sit where they're comfortable i want them to come and i want them to sit where they want to sit 
Right, it is a very big deal to you. It is not to me because I'm like, okay, worst case scenario, if they're going to be that picky and refuse to come because they didn't get the seats they wanted, they're lost, they missed out. So see, he doesn't give a crap. And I it's do. It's not important. Like, it's not in the important grand scheme of to life, you. you miss a show because you're picky. Well, then you can cry about it. Like, they shouldn't give, no one should give you a hard time if they're not willing to buy their own tickets and figure out the technology themselves. So, anyways, we Sorry. have, we, so the next time there is a show, we will have to figure out what we were doing. Maybe I will just buy all the tickets. And I don't think that's the solution. But I understand that you default to, well, I'll just do it. It's easier to just do it myself than delegate and risk someone else messing up. And it is easier to have you mad at yourself as opposed to mad at me. Well, and I tell him that all the time. I would so much rather screw up myself and be mad at myself. Right, but you can't do everything. I can't do everything. Right? As much as you complain and get to say, nobody helps me even though I help you. It's, it's never, no, you help me. You help me. You help me a lot. I was just telling... Um, I spoke to Irene Fair today about intimacy. Um, I interviewed her all about women rebuilding intimacy with their husbands. And I told her, I want to tell you right now what gets me hot. Are you ready uh, for this? No, but do it anyway. <laughs> she, she thought I was so funny. I was like, so yesterday, all my kids needed to get to school at different times. Max had football. Um, Ella had chorus. Lily was regular time, so it was three different drop-off times. So Seth took Ella to school. So he took one of the three off of my plate. That's what gets me hot. <laughs> well, why have you been holding out on me all these? Like, I'll drive all three of them. If you never told me that part. You know what it is? It's just... You were just like, it's too much. It's crazy. I can't do it. You do it. Like, it was... Th you didn't sell it. Like... If, oh, I'll sell if it. If you told me that that's what it does for you, I would get up at 5.30 and do drive max or whatever. I will sell it. So You gotta ask right. So I think that we need to be aware of what we need and then we need to communicate it to our husbands. I'll change my work schedule and go pick them all up. If, you know, I mean, seriously. No, the fact of the matter is, is that when you're willing to help me... I'm always willing to help Okay. You. Um, I'm not like gonna. How I help I'm you. not gonna throw you under the bus. Okay. And I'm not gonna not, say things. Okay, I do. Okay, I don't necessarily want to drop Max off at six in the morning. I, it's fine. I told you I would do it. I am telling you that you help me when you help me, and when I feel helped. Yes. That is when I feel intimacy and love with you. Well, I do try and do acts of service all the time. Did you notice while you were yes. in the CPR course, you, the dishes got done? Okay. And the so I upstairs. will address that after Sandy's comment because I'm going to agree with her. My man in the kitchen gets me all hot and bothered. I can't agree with you more. I did the dishes. Um, Seth did the dishes. While you were out. I am a happy woman. All right. So after 19 years, we've learned that Rebecca needs help to feel hot and bothered. <laughs> It's the truth. Do I you know. Want the truth? Yes, it is the truth. I can okay. handle the truth. So I'm that's so the truth is that's what I need. Yes. And um, Seth, I think Seth needs a lot of words of affirmation and appreciation. That is, that is my love language. Yes. Okay. So Seth wants to feel appreciated and loved, and he wants me to say it. Yes. And we have learned that as much progress as we have made, we're not perfect. That I still get pissed off and reactive. Yes. Um, which I continue to work on. Yes. 
And um, Seth continues to get defensive. Thanks, Sammy. So, so Seth is going to work on being less defensive. I'm how are you? I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. How are you working on being less defensive? No, I just not try not to do it. Uh, <laughs> Bad answer. Try again. Um, focus on why you're saying or doing the things that you're saying or doing that might normally make me feel defensive and realize that you're not actually attacking me. I, I didn't have a specific game plan. I was just going to try to not do it. Okay. Well, Why don't I'm, you give me a game plan? I'm going to tell you that you need a game plan if you want to be successful. Well, thank, thanks. Um, what, what's your game plan for me to be less defensive? Okay. So, so, you're, so what happens with you is that you feel criticized yep. and get defensive. Yep. So you need to go after what need is not being met with your wife. What is the actual... What is the actual um, complaint underneath the criticism? So what is... Oh, like what are you really what saying? What am I really saying? Right. You didn't so, feel important or understood about the, or heard about the tickets. So you need to go to, instead of defensiveness, you've got to aim for what is she really upset about. you got to dig under. All right. So... Okay? So you're going to dig under. I'm going to not think about why you're being crazy. I'm going to think about what's really going on with you. So, like, the perfect example is that I didn't feel important, and the reason and I didn't yes. I didn't feel important, so that pushed my buttons. Yeah, because I didn't think you were taking it seriously. Yes, I thought I was. If you, if I would have thought that you cared, ah, I wouldn't. That's probably the bigger right? part. I if if I would have thought that you gave a crap, I wouldn't have escalated. But you were like, whatever, this isn't a big deal. If I wouldn't have made him, he would have kept the back row seat. I also, I wouldn't have even noticed. Like, if you had just said, if right. it hadn't become a fight, I wouldn't have changed it. And they would have just been stuck in the back row and the world wouldn't have ended. It wouldn't. I know, right. that's not the right thing to say. It's terrible how, how dare I deign to think that someone could sit in the back row. You and I, I don't think row. that you and I would care. I, right. I mean, Ella might care because she likes to be able to see us. Yeah, she would have got... If I said Daddy messed up and got the wrong seat, she would have been over She would have been fine. Okay, so we've talked about what yes. Seth is going to do. Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? I am going to realize that I'm headed to my gray brain and I am going to leave the, the scene. I am going to say the code word, yes. the hand signal, or Seth is going to. Okay, don't do the, don't do your hand signal because to me that means you're flipping me off. So that won't work. That will so not I can't make me do upset. It. No, you're not giving me the finger. Like, just say pickle. I will say the code word and leave the room and you will know that the code word means that I am reactive and need to regroup. Yes, and I will say the code word when I start to feel myself get defensive. So, what Seth needs to realize is that when I leave, I'm not leaving the fight. I'm getting myself under control. I will reframe that because that is positive as opposed to me getting mad that you can't just calm down and have a rational conversation. Well, if I was capable of doing that at the snap of the fingers, I absolutely would. And maybe as I practice, I'll be able to do that. That'd be amazing. Right? So... 19 years. Yes. Most of it is absolutely fabulous. Yes. 
Um, Saturday Saturday morning was not fabulous. It's not. We woke up our children. And I will say, not only was it not fabulous, it was a really hard week before that. Yeah. So that was like very the, very emotional and very busy. You were not resourceful. You were out of gas in your emotional gas tank. So we were starting from a negative place before I even messed up the tickets. So Alana taught I'm us. I'm sorry I messed up the tickets. It's by the way. it's and okay. I'm sorry I argued with you when you were right. I'm so over it. Um, Alana taught us that our kids freak out when their um, energy is depleted. They have meltdowns. They have meltdowns, and they need time to rebuild their energy. Which has helped us a lot with Lily. Yes. And I'm telling Seth that that applies to me too. Me too. And my energy was depleted Saturday morning from the week that we had. Yes. And I and I feel like the tickets was the icing on the cake. It pushed you over the edge. It pushed. For sure. It pushed me, and and my emotions bubbled out because I had so many that I hadn't released. Right. It was probably a more intense reaction than it would have been had you had a great week before that. Well, and I'm sorry that I got reactive because I hate when I do that. Yeah, you kind of lost it a little bit. Mm, yeah. I'm sorry I made it worse. Well, I needed to... Now I know that when... I will check where the stage is from now on. Well, it's not just the tickets. It's like when I'm feeling like emotions are a lot for me, I need to sit down and... Process. Process. For sure. Yeah, which I thought that we were doing, but I don't think I did. I was going to say, I was certainly listening to you tell me about your feelings that whole week, but I don't think that was enough for you to get them all out. Otherwise, you would have been in a better state when I screwed up the tickets. Probably needed the punching bag. I mean, we got the, lots of stress the, relief devices. The hot tub, some more walks. I think, I think you were past the hot tub and walks and passive stress relief. I think you needed something. I think you needed... Um, yes, the punching bag would have worked or a work or a hard workout. Well, I'm looking forward to being back here for 20 years together and telling you and telling everyone how much better we are from this day right now. Sign me up. So next year at this time, you and I have a date. Yes. And we're going to talk about how much better we are in a year. Awesome. I'll and be we'll, here. And we'll just keep getting better and working on our marriage. That, every day. Is that a good idea? That's I signed a ketubah upstairs that says that. Um, 19 years went by fast, by the way. It did. I don't know what you think, but I think it went by fast. It did? Yeah. Yeah. I still remember the Argyle sweater you wore to Cafe Aroma. Come on. Are you serious? Yeah. That is pretty impressive. Thank you. Wow. I wore khaki pants and a green turtleneck. I knew what you were wearing. I do remember. Do you still have that outfit? Yep. <laughs> I should have worn it today. I, didn't I was think just going to say you should have worn it today. I wore my heart cuff. I got compliments on my engraved heart cufflinks that you got me. Aww. Today, I love Seth and Rebecca. I love those. Well, thank you for processing the ticket, ticket incident. incident and for telling them about how we met. You're welcome. That My was pleasure. that was interesting. <laughs> I knew it would be. Yes. Okay, so this Friday, I looked it up. I'm gonna try to remember. To, I'm gonna try to be prepared every Wednesday. 
Um, this Friday is Maxine Johnson on the Whiny Palooza podcast. Awesome. And she is so freaking awesome. Um, it's boss moves. Yeah. Har yeah. She wants to bring more harmony into your marriage, harmony into your home. Being a female leader in your family and in the community or whatever else you're doing. How to be a female leader in the community and in your home. Yeah. And she is fantastic, and we just love her. Yeah, she's a pastor, and she's a hoot. Oh, my God. She's so good. You're going to love her. So there's the Whiny Palooza podcast. Um, there's the Whiny Palooza mom on Instagram. There's Whiny Palooza fan page on Facebook. And there's the Whiny Palooza mom group on Facebook. And I'm talking to TikTok because most of you Facebook people know about the mom group. But TikTok people, come find the Whiny Palooza mom group. It's free. And we talk about um, struggles and successes. And we do challenges. And get the Whiny Palooza app in either the Apple or Google Play app stores on your phones. Okay, I was going to tell them about the book. Most importantly, go get. I'm very, I'm very excited because Whiny Palooza book two is out on Amazon. Whiny Palooza gets less whiny because my children were very whiny when they were young. Now they're a little less whiny. Yes. I would say they're less whiny. Yes, for sure. More, it should, it should be Whiny Palooza gets less whiny and more moody. That's Ooh. that's what I should have labeled it. Gets less whiny and more moody because we know how teenagers are, right? Right, 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 um, right. So go get my book and watch the podcast and tell us what topics you want. Um, I'm going to talk about my son turning 16. My oldest child is 16. I don't know how that happened. I was just going to ask how that happened. Um, we're going to talk about Max. Yes. Will you yes. come sing us out, baby cakes? Thank you for watching Whiny Blues on Wednesday with the Green Family. Thank you, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>